0: So it is a hard relationship to break off, but ultimately, if that client has to go with their gut instinct in terms of who they feel gives them the strategic edge to accomplish all the goals they want in retirement and ultimately give them that best chance of success in retirement.
1: It's time to retire with confidence. Welcome to Unlocking Your Financial Future with financial advisor, Ben Schrock.
2: Thanks for being a part of Unlocking Your Financial Future. This podcast, we talk about finance, planning, retirement, investing, a lot of different topics, social security, uh, the list goes on and on. And today, we're continuing our conversation on awkward conversations. It's a two part series. We talked about the death of a spouse in the last episode, along with nursing home care and having to have those two conversations with an advisor. Today, we'll continue that and finish it off with uh, working. You have to work longer children, where they fit into your legacy plan, your estate plan, and are they aware of that? And your advisor, are you comfortable with your advisor? And if not, are you ready to have that conversation? So that's all coming up. Let me welcome in Ben Schrock, the owner and financial advisor at BA Schrock Financial Group. Ben, how's it going? Everything's great. Ready to
0: continue our conversation on Awkward Conversations.
2: Yeah, no doubt. Uh, I know we're getting close to Thanksgiving. What what The the town of Wadsworth, do you guys have any special Thanksgiving uh, traditions or parades or holiday celebrations?
0: No, we don't really have anything uh, too traditional here. Um, They'll they'll do some little gatherings around town and, and they do like a small business um, I think small business Friday or the day after Thanksgiving instead of like a Black Friday or Saturday. I don't know. It's one of those shopping days where they try to honor small businesses here locally, which is pretty cool. But yeah, Thanksgiving is a good time for our family. I'm one of five kids, like we mentioned in previous episodes, but getting all the family back together and, and cooking out and we always deep fried turkey and uh, it'll be a lot of fun this year with all the grandkids and nieces and nephews running around.
2: Yeah, who typically hosts Thanksgiving in your family? Yeah,
0: good question. <laughs> usually it's mom and dad, um, and we all go over to their house. So we all live pretty close. This year, my mom's getting uh, her knee replaced, I think, ah. Tuesday before Thanksgiving. So we're going to have everyone out at our house since we'll have the little one. Uh, it'll be convenient for to put him down for a nap if we need to. And so everyone's coming over to our house. I don't know if um, my wife is ready or not for <laughs> it, but they're coming. So the whole band's getting together.
2: Well, good luck to you this, this uh, holiday season for sure. <laughs> Thanks. All right, well, let's uh, talk about our topic today. And as I mentioned, we had part one on awkward conversations. And just to give you a little background, you know, the key to being a good advisor means you have to have uncomfortable conversations with your clients. And we're taking a look at how advisors should help clients navigate various tricky situations that sometimes we don't want to talk about. And on the flip side of that, if you're working with an advisor, these are the conversations you need to push your advisor to have if they're not already asking you about these different items. So let's continue on with our next item. And that's, do our children understand the estate and legacy plan that we have in mind and how they fit into it, if at all? Uh, Because everybody's different, right? And I mean, not everybody treats every child equally, whether the circumstances are one child's better off, one's not. I mean, whatever it is, everybody has a different estate plan, but you have to have that conversation with your children so that they're aware.
0: Right. And like I mentioned, I'm one of five kids. So, uh, you know, there's. All five kids spend money a little bit differently and and everyone has their own different needs. So it is, it's a hard conversation to have with people, especially if they want a little bit more control. Some clients just say, you know what, I don't really care. Um, I won't be here to deal with it. So whatever's left is left and they can deal with it. But most people like to say, I I want things to be handled as civilly as possible. And that's the most common thing we see, Ben, with uh, families that cause turmoil and, and just real true disruptions is money. And when they are due to inherit something and mom and dad did not set it up properly, they become fights and it gets really nasty. Attorneys get involved. So it's something that we try to avoid. And so having those conversations with clients, I don't feel that it's too awkward because like I said, being one of five, it's something that I preach to my own parents and make sure that they have their own legal affairs in order before it's too late. So I also think it's a good time around the holidays. Like we just mentioned about Thanksgiving to kind of carve out like maybe 15, 20 minutes, grab the kids aside and, and have those conversations with them and say, Hey, this is what we want. We've talked about this. This is what we're looking for. Um, if anyone has any problems, speak up now. And it's always a good time after the food's put away. So there's no fights or anything like that, but um, it's always a good time to, to bring those conversations up.
2: Yeah. I guess the awkward part just comes in maybe <laughs> where, you don't know what to expect, right? If, if all of a sudden you're caught yeah. off guard with what your, your parents decided to leave you or to not leave you, I guess is the, kind of the more awkward part, but not being aware and not being transparent about those decisions can just really leave a mess behind you when you're gone.
0: Yeah, it is. And, and honestly, the, the easiest way and the cleanest way is to do some work with an attorney. And, and it could be as simple as a, a living will or you know, as complicated as a trust. In any of the, those situations, though, it's mom and dad's wishes. It's on paper. They were of sound mind when they did it. And that's what the children should ultimately respect. And, and that's what it all boils down to, say this is the way that they wanted their money to be transferred. And that should be the end of discussion. And it's not as easy as that or simple as that. But to me, it should be because that's the decision that they made while they're alive.
2: Have you had to mediate any of these conversations inside of your office with parents and children?
0: <laughs> Not yet, knock on wood. I, <laughs> I've uh, overheard some attorney meetings, so that they haven't been too favorable. <laughs> yeah,
2: I can imagine. The next one we want to get to is the idea of when we stop working. I know a lot of us kind of have a retirement date in mind. Uh, we're kind of stuck to it. Hey, I, I want to retire at this age. You know, I'm going to get there no matter what. But look, you have to have that conversation on Where's my income? What am I expecting to spend in retirement? And does it line up with the retirement date I want?
0: Yeah. And to me, honestly, this is the hardest and the most awkward conversation of the bunch, which seems kind of weird when we talk about all the different topics and and some of the ones that to me don't feel awkward. And to other people, they they sound like they'd be really hard to bring up. This one's the hardest because when someone comes in and they really truly know, When they want to retire, the date they got everything planned out. And then you dive in deeper to the finances and their expenses and what they want in retirement. And you start crunching numbers and running through the system, and you see, well, they're going to run out of money at 75 or 80. Uh, And the easiest way to avoid that is continue to work, continue to delay Social Security so those grow. So, you know, kind of bringing them back down to reality is ultimately the hardest thing for me because. You never want to take the the wind out of someone's sail, but that's ultimately what happens: is you're you're giving them a reality check to say this isn't really doable. And ultimately, to us, the grounds that we start off our relationship on should be a solid foundation. So. If we tell them, yeah, you can retire and you're going to run out of money at 75 and and we're still planning on being here, but you run out of money, it doesn't make us look good. Definitely doesn't do good for you guys. No one really wins. So we want to make sure that if we do have an opinion or some advice to them, and it is, hey, we need to work an extra two to three years so that we do have a better chance of success in retirement, that we're going to honestly show you it and prove to you why we need to do it.
2: Yeah, fair enough. But I guess the other side of that, though, is if you had that conversation Maybe sometimes it turns out better than you thought
0: too, right? Yeah, it definitely does. And that's the whole point of it is having that conversation. And and sometimes when you do, like a lot of our clients come in saying, yeah, ideally, I'd like to retire at this date, but I realize I can work till 70 or I, I know I'm going to work till 65. So again, and it's also exciting to me to say, hey, you know what? When you said you wanted to retire at 59 and a half, guess what? We can show you a way to accomplish that. And that's really where the fun comes in for us.
2: Have you ever had somebody that came in with a huge gap, like I want to retire at 59 and a half and you, <laughs> you process the numbers and, and like 65 is looking more likely?
0: Yes. Yes. And it was either that. I said, either got to continue to work to that point, or we need to spend about half of what you budgeted. So one or the other.
2: <laughs> Adjustment has to be made somewhere. Yeah. Yep. The last one we wanted to discuss on this second part to our awkward conversation series is that conversation with our advisor right? So let's say you, you're working with someone that you might be close friends with, you have a good personal relationship with, you get along really well with, but you just don't feel like it's a great fit in terms of your retirement plan and kind of where you're headed. Don't be afraid to have that conversation. It's not easy to sit down with with an advisor, but I guess from your standpoint, Ben, you have to understand where that client's coming from.
0: You do. And, and honestly, what we tell everyone at the, that point of the game in your life it's okay to be selfish. Remember, I always tell my clients, this is your money, this is not mine. You know, I didn't work a day in my life for this money. So it's okay to be selfish when it comes to your money. And I understand you have a good relationship with someone or they might be a family mem- member or a really, really close friend. We also work with friends and family. And as we you know, mature with our clients, we become close friends with them and like family members. So it is a hard relationship to break off. But ultimately, if that client has to go with their gut instinct and in terms of who they feel gives them the strategic edge to accomplish all the goals they want in retirement and ultimately give them that best chance of success in retirement.
2: I know we hear a lot from people uh, just kind of in the business and in the industry, you know, clients saying in terms of figuring out kind of how often they should be communicating with an advisor because everybody's got a different strategy and, and every client you know, has different needs, right? But kind of just in general, what's that kind of process for you? Do you guys try to speak once a year, twice a year, annually? Kind of how's that line up?
0: Yeah, I mean, a lot, I kind of lean it back on the clients. We at least want to see them once a year. When it gets into retirement, it's going to be more frequent. As we're saving, you know, once a year, twice a year type thing, communications is always advisable. But in retirement, I think a quarterly touch base or quarterly meeting is always a good thing to do and practice. Eventually, as things kind of go on and the plan keeps running. Smooth. We see a lot of our clients just kind of back off that four times a year meeting and really say, okay, maybe it's two phone calls where we go over a little bit more in detail and then, you know, two face to face appointments. So I let it go up to the client at least once a year type meeting, but I want to see my clients as frequently as they want to be seen. And in retirement, in that first beginning stages of it, it's a little bit more than, than normal.
2: And if you're a client and you don't feel like your best interests are in mind, don't be afraid to have that conversation. Like Ben said, it is your money, and it you know be selfish about it because this is your future that's uh, at play. So keep that in mind. But all these awkward conversations need to be had with your advisor, whether you already have an advisor that you work with or you're considering maybe picking an advisor. Ben and his team can help you with these awkward conversations. They're not afraid to have awkward conversations in their office. I'm sure they have them from time to time, but they're prepared for those and they're ready to answer those. And as candid as you can be, the better off you will be in the long run with your retirement plan and and having the peace of mind knowing that everything's in place for these scenarios should they happen to you and in many cases when they will happen to you. And I recommend you check out Ben's website. A lot of good resources there, Shrock. You know, not only do they have the the guide to maximizing your social security benefits, but also learn more about their lock process, which is another great way that they'll help you retire with confidence. And it's something they work with their clients on. So you can find out more about that online. And you can call Ben and his team at 330-473-473 one zero six zero. If you're in the Cleveland, Akron area or or surrounding areas, feel free to reach out. Their office is over in Wadsworth and they'll be happy to help you out. So that'll conclude our conversation on awkward conversations. I keep saying conversations a lot, (laughs) but we'll be moving on in the next episode. Appreciate the time today. Sounds good. Remember to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, and you'll have the next episode delivered right to your mobile device. So you can have it every single week when we release a new episode. Until next time, this has been unlocking your financial future.
1: Investment advisory services offered only by duly registered individuals through AE Wealth Management LLC, AEWM. AEWM and BA Schrock Wealth Management are not affiliated companies. BA Schrock Wealth Management is an independent financial services firm that helps people create retirement strategies using a variety of insurance and investment products. Investing involves risks, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to safety, security, or guaranteed lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investment products. Insurance and annuity product guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing company. BA Schrock Wealth Management is not permitted to offer, and no statement made during the show shall constitute tax or legal advice. You should talk to a qualified professional before making any decisions about your personal situation. We are not affiliated with a U.S. government or any government agency. This show is intended for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual situation.